Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Hello. Thanks again for joining us on Songwriter Connection Podcast. We've got two amazing guests today, lots of important things to talk about. Sheridan Gates and Mark Tress, they're songwriters and they're singers and they're performers, uh, but they do a lot of important things here in Nashville that we're going to talk about. And we're excited about uh, about uh, the newest project called New Roots. So uh, stick around for that. Just a little uh, house cleaning as we start the show today. Uh, Songwriter Connection publishes every Wednesday morning, very early in the morning. So that's when you get up on Wednesday morning, you can have your coffee. And listen to our podcast. I certainly would appreciate it. We're streaming on all platforms. And that's thanks to my great host, Red Circle. They're amazing people. If you're thinking of starting a, a podcast, start with Red Circle. I really do believe in what they do. I did a lot of research before I chose them. And they're doing a wonderful job. They can even monetize your When you get to that level, monetize your podcast, and it's so cool. If you're listening on YouTube, as we like to say, like and subscribe, because that does help us monetize the podcast and make it better uh, as we go. So we do appreciate that, too. And, of course, we thank you for spreading it around. You know, we're over 100,000 downloads now and in 15 different countries. And as we talked about on the Sylvia podcast just a few weeks ago, we found out very recently that we have listeners in Ukraine which I'm just, you know, we're just praying uh, for you um, and uh, continued in our thoughts and prayers, and we do appreciate you listening there. Welcome now to episode 14 of season three now. Uh, Time flies so fast. And before we get started, I have to thank our local sponsor, which is Mark Allen Barnett, Songwriter Tours. And let me tell you a little bit about what Mark does. Mark is really one of the best performing songwriters I've ever seen here in town. If you ever have a chance to see Mark Allen Barnett perform, uh, you better run and go because he is something. He uh, he can just command a crowd in a stage. His songs are amazing, thoughtful, sometimes funny. And he's been doing this a long time. So as tours do, they help you up your game. I mean, three to five years in just one day on one of his tours. And what does he do? Well, he'll, he'll take a look at the songs that you're writing. He'll write with you. I mean, line by line critiques. Uh, he'll coach you on performance. And I'll tell you, I've said this before on the podcast, but you know, I was used to performing behind a mic, not in front of people for years and years. So when I decided to really get out front with my songs, I needed some coaching and Mark really helped me there. He really did. So I can't ever thank him enough. He'll also give you assistance with navigating uh, the confusion, the egos, the personalities that come along in the industry and introduce you and network with some people uh, in the industry. So uh, check out my friend Mark Allen Barnett. You can find him online. It's markallenbarnett.com. And let me tell you, Mark is MR. M-A-R-C hyphen. Allen is A-L-A-N. You don't need the hyphen on the on the website. Okay, so Mark Allen Barnett, B-A-R-N-E-T-T-E dot com. Mark Allen Barnett dot com. Mark Allen Barnett Songwriter Tours. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you supporting the show. I really do. Well, let's talk about our guests. Uh, they are Mark Tress. They're Sheridan. Sheridan, I want to start with you. Sheridan Gates. All right. Yeah, hey. because uh, we have a friend in common, uh, Kieran Gupta. Uh, Kieran yes. was on the podcast in uh, season two. Uh, I'm just so happy for the success he's, he's got. I'm, oh my God, it's been amazing watching him grow. I know. There's I, nothing I, better. I love following him on the socials. He's he's on tour with uh, the War and Treaty, which yes. is 
a fantastic group. If you're not familiar, uh, Google them and, and watch their amazing voices. So uh, spectacular. And he put yeah. me in touch with you, and we talked on the phone. And I, yeah. I love what you're doing right now. Thank you. And this Thank whole you. new roots thing, and we're going to talk about it, you know, for sure. Yeah. And last week on the show was a good friend of yours, uh, Meg Williams. Get out of town. She you got here. the whole crew. We, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she's an amazing blues song, singer songwriter oh, and just player. oh yeah. my oh. gosh, the girls can do no wrong. <laughs> now you played with her in, a, in the Nashville trio. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'm, Touring all over. Yeah, it was one of those things that uh, kind of organically came to be with uh, Jenny Teeter and Meg Williams, and mm-hmm. you know we were all kind of new to Nashville around the same time, yeah. and. You know, we didn't want to sit around and wait for opportunities, so we said, "Let's make go out own. there and make our own." I and, love it. Yeah, you know, we've. Now, done, when did you get here? Yeah. Uh, uh, I got here fall of sixteen. Sixteen, so okay. about five and a half years ago. Where from? Uh, originally from New Jersey. Oh, uh, and then I Jersey girl living in uh, New York City for a couple years before wow. I made the move here. So wonderful. Yeah, it, it, I loved the hustle and bustle of New York. It will <laughs> always be a special place in my heart, but. It's culture shocking. A little bit, but you know, Nashville feels more my speed. I think yeah. I was sort of meant to be in the South. We do uh, things a little different down here. It's don't a little we? slower, yeah. and, you know, but it's great. It's great. Everybody's just so like, like this, it's our friends introduce you to really cool people yeah. and it's just, everybody's willing to help each other out. But and it it's really a, is such yeah. a collaborative environment. And everybody supports everybody, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the saying, uh, all boats rise with the tide, right? Absolutely. And I, I never get the feeling in Nashville that it's a competition. Everybody no. pushes and for each other you know there's nothing better when we were just saying with kieran and his success you mm-hmm. know there's i've never felt more more pride for when my friends know. you know level up or get Me a really too. cool opportunity it's yeah just, it's such a yeah. wonderful exactly and you know uh we're taping this in at the end of april uh but a thought just occurred to me hunter girl who is on american idol right yeah. now yeah i saw her playing around town a few times mm-hmm. and i knew that she was going to be a star mm-hmm. from the very first time i perform see saw her perform at Belcourt tap so yeah, yeah you pull for people like that you know yeah so. And, yeah. and Mark has a, a student who's also in on American Idol. Really? Season. Yeah, Ellie Rowe. Uh, Ellie yeah. Rowe was just in the top 20, I think. Top 20. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I have to check her out. Yeah. yeah. She, she's blonde. She's really sweet. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> Super talented. Mark, thanks for also being on the show. I, yeah, I'm just looking over your, your resume and the things that you've done and accomplished. It's absolutely amazing. You've got an amazing tenor voice. I just want to play a little bit here. Just folks oh, can hear it. Okay, Listen. sure. I can't make you love me. Oh, my God. That's one of my all-time favorite songs. So soothing. <laughs> you can't make your heart feel something it won't oh. here in the dark. In these final hours, I will lay down my heart and I'll feel the power to warm the Oh, One of my all-time favorite songs. Oh, Mike Reed of uh, used to play with the Bengals, wrote that song. Great oh, national wow. songwriter. And of course, Bounty Rate, making it big. Mm-hmm. You have an amazing tenor voice. Thank and, you, sir. I appreciate it. You are classically trained? In, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't start off singing classical music. I actually started off doing pop and musical theater and found my way into classical music ah. uh, in, in undergrad. Oh, okay. Unique, yeah. And then you went on to the the Ohio State. The Ohio State, yes, from a fellow Ohio. <laughs> O-H, right? I-O, I-O baby. Yeah, yeah there you go. I learned, I learned. She's on it. <laughs> 
Where you yeah. got a, a, a master's degree in music and master's of art, right? Yeah, so um, it's an MM, you're right, is in vocal performance, and wow. then an MA is the distinguished, I guess, uh, uh, title for it for uh, vocal pedagogy. Say that word again. <laughs> vocal pedagogy. So it's pedagogy. Actually, yeah. Okay. So it's the. I saw the that in the bio. I'm like, I don't even know how to pronounce that. But <laughs> I'm right really, there with you, Dave. <laughs> real important. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Tell us what it is. It's not as important as it might seem, but uh, yeah, it's so the program is um, teaching you how to. Uh, basically teach voice and knowing all the ins and outs of the anatomy and physiology and the way that it's uh, the voice is produced in a healthy and efficient way Mm -hmm. and then that skill set has allowed me to become a better coach and obviously a better uh, teacher yeah yeah coach mentor you uh, teach at belmont university i think one of the greatest music if i had to do all over again I go back and yeah. go to Belmont, you Same. know, not sure I could have afforded <laughs> it, but yeah. <laughs> you teach there yes, at Lipscomb sir. too, a little bit. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So I taught earlier this year at Lipscomb. I heard an amazing podcast with you and one of the great voices in, in not only country music, but uh, also a, a fantastic instructor, Judy Rodman. Yes. Talking mm-hmm. about um, the vocal and vocal training and how important it is. You have an instrument there. And it very much is an instrument, and it has to be used right. And I know so many young people that, you know, don't use it right and mm-hmm. start having vocal problems, right? So I imagine these are things that you had to study and uh, and show and show folks. I mean, you could blow your voice out if you're not careful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's really important. And I think we take it for granted because our voice is uh, something that we use to express our emotions, and sometimes mm-hmm. our emotions can get the best of us, mm-hmm. especially yeah. if you're singing something that's really personal to you. So right. uh, where I come into play is uh, you know to help you through that and to guide you to, to make sure you're using it properly. That's fantastic. But Judy's a good friend and a great mentor. I, I'm glad you listened to the podcast. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It was very good. I learned a lot of things about you uh, listening to podcasts. As yeah. For instance, I learned that you don't pronounce the H in the uh, the way your name is spelled. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, I appreciated that too. I was like, man, he did his research. He knows. T-H-R-E-S-H. Yeah. And you can find Mark online and, you know, he's got, you got your own YouTube channel and there's some really good video there and helpful hints. Mark does all the things. He does. It's a great resource. He helps me with my voice. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you have, if you have some time, Sheridan and I actually did a Christmas cover together. So we yeah, there's a little crossover going on here yeah. on our uh, channels. Yeah. Uh, you wow. can find that on there. We'll yeah. find out. some digging. We'll look. Yeah. Well, we like to start with a song, and Sharon put you on the spot. You, ch- Sharon, it. you just recorded a new song, and you've got a new song out, right? Um, uh, yeah, well, this this song, I, I just recorded it. It is not out yet, although uh, by the time this podcast is out, it might it be. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love and it. It's called Back to the Basics. Very good. Uh, and I wrote this one with uh, Tolan Shaw and Zach Stone. Hmm. Who are very very talented writers in town? We've just we've been writing for years together. Uh, we write a lot for for Zach and uh, Tolan, and this one I just uh, spoke to me because uh, it's I, I got married eight months ago, well, and I'm congratulations. sort of thank you. It was a long time coming. We had to postpone for a year, all that fun oh, stuff. COVID uh, stuff, but yeah. it was worth it was worth the wait. And mm. that's probably another song that I need to write too. <laughs> worth the wait. Uh, that's worth the, the wait. That's yeah. 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 I'll yeah. write that yeah. down. Yeah. I know, I'm sure I'm I'm not alone in the the COVID bride category. <laughs> Um, but you know, I think with, especially with, um, COVID you're with your significant other a lot in Mm. close quarters Mm -hmm. and, um, just learning patience and learning to kind of 
take take it on back to what what why you first came together and that was sort of the the concept behind back to the basics Mm. is just strip it on back and get back to communication put away the phones put away the technology and just connect with your significant other or whoever that person is for you in your life and it's got kind of a a little groove to it so let's see if i can uh, get through this one I blame suddenly when no longer seventeen dreams are turning into reality. Finally feel the years catching up with me. But you and I have something undeniable. Life can get you caught up in the push and pull. All these bills we've been paying, it's more than money they're taking. Let's slow it down and take it back. Take it back. Back to the basics. No complications, babe. Let's take it back. Back to the days when nothing could phase us. Back to the basics. Yeah. Conversation put away the screens. Bottle of Merlot and our memories coming back to me, yeah. Cause you and I have something undeniable. And we just need to reignite the fire, boy. We've been lost in distractions. We're just like two ships in passing. Let's slow it down and take it back. Take it back. the basics no complications let's take it back back to the days when nothing could phase us back to the basics don't need a lesson on loving you Cause all we gotta do is remember to take it back Back to the basics Hey, let's take it on back Back to the basics No complications, baby Let's take it back Back to the days when nothing could phase us Back to the basics Let's take it on back Let's take it on back Well, what a voice (laughs) (laughs) Sure engaged She takes it up there, doesn't she? I know, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a little early to hit those high notes (laughs) Well, you but did well. Thank you. Not even in falsetto. No, just, it just, no, it's there. Just going for it, man. It's going for it. Fantastic. Yeah. Good. This is all your coach, right? Yes. No, no, no. I'm like, Mark, please tell <laughs> no me. No way. What can I do better? Please help me. No, no. <laughs> no what a good star, man. Awesome. And a great song. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Good Thank job. you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, we'll look for you on the socials as well. Where are we, where, where please, are we Please. Yeah. It's at Sheridan Gates. Mm-hmm. And it's, I know it sounds like the hotel, but it's yep. S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N. Okay. And, uh, yeah. You can 
There's not many of us out there, so if you Google me, you'll find me. <laughs> and we're yeah. going to do that for mm. sure. Um, amazing. Now, you talked about things growing Thanks. out of uh, a COVID. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. a terrible time that we lived through. Mm-hmm. I never thought that if you'd have told me when I was in high school that I would live through a pandemic. God, like, you know, I know, right? Can you believe it? I mean, no. but nope. here we are. Never. Truly can't. Yeah. But, you know, so many people have taken that downtime to... Mm-hmm create things uh there's been new songs new podcasts mm-hmm. um, yes <laughs> new Love things it. like new roots and yeah. i and i'm so happy to hear about this uh, mm-hmm. when kieran first uh told me about you uh, sheridan mm-hmm. and uh new roots i was just excited to talk to you about it um, thank you and thank i want to start this portion of mark if you bear with me for just a second of course in 2015 a radio programmer named keith hill uh, was on Radio Inc. magazine in an interview, and he he likened uh, programming a country radio station to a salad, mixing a salad. Tomato gate. Right. And he said that the leafy substances would be your Jason Aldeans and your Luke Bryans and your Keith Urbans, and the ladies are the garnish, the tomato mm. of the lettuce. Crazy Boo. to say that in Boo. 2015. <laughs> yeah. And it did create quite the story. He tried to get out of it in a few other interviews. We just kept digging deeper and deeper, unfortunately. But, you know, I started in country radio in 1980. Mm-hmm. And I remember a program director telling me, never play two female artists back to back. We just wow. don't do that. <sighs> and I, I couldn't believe it in 1980. Jeez. I'm like, really? Oh, and then look at all the, the amazing women that came out of the 90s. Know, like, yes. 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 There's so much good music out there from women. There it is. It breaks my heart to hear that. They don't get a fair shake today, no. do they? Mm-hmm. So, And that brings me to what you're doing in, in New Roots. And, and yeah. you're really helping uh, women that come into town navigate uh, the industry and avoid some of the pitfalls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So tell me how this whole process yeah. grows and how it works. Well, I guess... We, let's if I you don't yeah. mind me taking on back a little bit. Please do back to the base. Take it on back. <laughs> back again. Yeah, please um, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I like I said, I've been here five and a half years, which you know is not that long in the grand scheme of things. But mm-hmm. when you're navigating the music industry, five years can feel like mm. many decades. Yeah. Um, and you know, one of the blessings of COVID was that it allowed you to kind of allowed me to step back and reflect a little bit and, and figure out where am I going wrong? What am I missing in my career, in my heart, in my passion? You know, where can I really take things up a notch for me and my, my soul? Um, and I realized I would love to kind of give women that are newer to town a chance to kind of jumpstart their career and, and, you know, be a mentor for them, kind of introduce them to people that I know and trust and, you know, not make any empty promises or anything, Mm -hmm. but just say, Hey, let me, let me help you skip some of the navigating of, you know, who do do I trust this person or where do I start? Who do I talk to first and, and give them a a network to kind of start their journey on. So important. And Mm. yeah. And so when I was kind of in that reflective mode during COVID, I thought, well, how can I reach some of these new um, newer artists and particularly women. And this is where Mark came into play because mm-hmm. I know he teaches at Belmont. And I said, Hey, and I also know teachers, gosh, they were I have so much respect for teachers always have, but oh, especially during COVID. My yeah, wife's rough and, teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, boy, she knows. Yeah, she does. Undervalued know. man. Yeah. But, um, 
I, I said, well, I mean, can I can I give you a break and take over your class for an hour so you can just chill? That was a very quick and, and easy yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And would it be okay if I kind of came in and talked a little bit about demystifying breaking into the entertainment industry mm-hmm. for these students, which a majority of which happened to be women? Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark graciously said yes, opened up his Zoom classroom to me. and. Nice. Um, that was sort of my first taste in mentoring and sort of in that teaching role um, and just loved it and connected with some of the girls afterwards. But that kind of reconnected Mark and I. Um, had you known we, each other before? We had known each yeah. other socially um, yeah. through Jenny Teeter, who's okay. an mm-hmm. artist in, in town. Mm-hmm. Um, did, were you well, I was going to add something to it. It's kind of a funny story. Uh, I won't take up too much yeah, of my time yeah. from the story, but... Sheridan and I were acquainted way back when, when I first came to town, because oh. I saw Jenny and I thought she was amazing. And I brought her on to be the, one of the performers for my program that I have, uh, Vocal 360. Mm-hmm. So she came and performed and brought Sheridan to do BGVs. And so there was a quick handshake. Hey, background thanks vocals. for coming. You're awesome. <laughs> background vocals. Background BGVs vocals, for yes. everyone who doesn't know is background <laughs> yeah. vocals. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we had been acquainted mm-hmm. briefly then and then didn't get reconnected until a couple of years later, actually. Yeah. So we met like five years ago, but then didn't really chat until recently. Yeah. Anyway. And so, no, exactly. And um, we said, well, maybe let's try writing together. So mm-hmm. Mark came over and we had planned to just jam out and write and see what we could come up with. And four hours later, we had a whole company started. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so as you do. We, yeah. You know, as one does. Uh, yeah. But we realized we both had really similar passions and, and missions for mentoring and um, just helping younger artists, and so we. I, I'm I'm of the mind that two minds is better than one. I agree. Um, you know that yeah. goes with the co-writing world, yeah. the Nashville in general. It's just you know let's grow together. Let's mm-hmm. let's put two heads together. So um, we we kind of planned out this weekend experience where we could bring young artists to town, either you know that are from around the country or who have just moved here and kind of gather them in a space and let them live together for a weekend and walk them through, you know, record the recording, recording process, songwriting. We bring in mentors like Judy Rodman has come to speak. We bring in, um, you know, managers, producers, um, marketing, PR, all the different, uh, areas of the industry. We bring in guest speakers to come and talk and do Q and A's and workshops with these girls. And we keep it really intimate and small, you Mm -hmm. know, six to eight artists just so they can get really hands-on experience. That's great. Um, and then of course, at the end of the weekend, we have a writer's round, um, where they get to perform their songs and, you know, some of them have never performed before. And, Mm. you know, now our first weekend was last July. Mm-hmm. We've done three of them so far, and um, we've had artists now go on to be gigging regularly and playing, you know, two, three, four rounds a week. And, Success. you know, it's, it's just watching them grow has been the most gratifying mm-hmm. thing. That's, you know, we're just here to, to kind of guide them mm-hmm. and be a resource and a, a bouncing board for ideas or, if, you know, hey, does this contract look right? You know, just having <laughs> yeah. a, a friendly yeah. ear and somebody that you can trust to kind of help you navigate what can be a pretty overwhelming industry. Um, So that's kind of how New Roots came to be. I don't know if you You nailed it, Sheridan. No, that's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. From my um, perspective, Sheridan really hit the nail on the head with that. Like, you know, I, I spent a long time being a mentor and uh, an artist myself. And I think we both kind of shared the same idea that we wish we had somebody 
uh, like us growing up in the music industry mm-hmm. so we could ask those questions. So part of the uniqueness of New Roots is that they can really have, the artists can really have these intimate one-on-one questions and conversations that they wouldn't typically get elsewhere. And then the beauty of our network is um, we actually open up the doors to our community and to our network. So the artists that come through then get uh, integrated into the workings of what we do here in Nashville. And when they leave, they have an entire uh, sheet of contacts and people that are willing to help them and elevate them in their career, which is really special. So this is for um, people that are uh, ladies are thinking of of, uh, industry uh, career. And they don't have to be from Nashville. They could come in uh, to experience. Absolutely. We encourage it because, you know, if if people like me that I was thinking about moving to Nashville for a while Uh and was kind of hesitant and afraid to make that big leap. And so wouldn't it have been cool to have an organization like that? Yeah. Come for a weekend, start to get to know people and fellow artists, you know, if they have an interest, where where do you suggest they go to the web page first Mm -hmm. or what do you think? Yeah. Uh We are new roots.com. We are new roots.com. We are new roots because we are all about a community. We are new roots. Um, Community is so important. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we all need. Really. That's, that's the heart and soul of what new roots is because as the, as we grow and we have more of these weekends, we, we, we have, um, writer's nights in between these weekends where we Mm -hmm. gather all the girls that are local, you know, from past and present uh, future (laughs) programs. And we invite them all to, so they can all meet each other too. So they're all growing and have their own class. It's really neat to see. Yeah. 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 We've already had, so we had two artists from Arizona um, one from Kentucky, one from Florida, one from New York, one from D.C. Wow. And so far, the one from New York has moved to town mm-hmm. and is now rooming with another girl's friend that she met from here. And uh, we were able to help her with uh, an opportunity here in town with Triple Eight Management. So Good. it's just, you know, in the couple weekends that we've had and the connections that we've, we've been able to make for them, it's, it, it's clear that this is something that people need. Yeah, it yeah. certainly is to me. Wow. Yeah. What a great organization. Thank yeah. you. It's one Thank of those you. things that when we started it, we were like, well, doesn't this exist already? And mm. then we thought about it and we thought about it. And, and everybody that we've talked to since is kind of like, you think it exists, but it really doesn't. Um, wow. And so yeah. we're we're just happy to be the, the catalyst for it. But You found um, an itch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? And like you were saying with the whole tomato gate thing, mm. you know, women historically haven't seen themselves represented equally in in not just as an artist but in all aspects of the industry you know not radio management you name it there's just producing right gosh so you know new roots is yes it's sort of oriented right now around artists but we plan to grow it and have you know weekends around female producers and just you know give so giving women a chance to see that oh my gosh there are there is a place for you in this industry in all parts of it any interest that you have you you deserve a spot at the table um and you know we're grateful to have organizations like change the conversation on board with us you know Mm. leslie fram and Wow. Tracy Gershon have been nice to come and speak and you know their their organization is all about you know their their logo is the tomato I love it's it. the yeah. tomato uh, yeah. Yeah. tomato gate yeah yeah because because it's you know like I said more more minds is better than one so we're oh, absolutely um, happy yeah. to have these other organizations get on board and and help us grow and we help them and you know it's a it's a team effort we can't do yeah. it all by ourselves and you do it in a big way i mean uh, starstruck uh, studios is where you yeah. you, you do this uh, you know, yeah how they, did that happen oh uh, that <laughs> was huge. sort of random we were i mean uh, maggie rose is a friend of mine and she is a starstruck artist and mm-hmm. um i said hey you know do you think they they have such a great space there for us to kind of use the writing rooms and the studio and the conference room is a great 
uh, flow for our weekend. And she uh, said, was, you know, put me in touch with them over there and they were more than happy to have us and have us back. So that, um, really that cool. kind of, you know, friends helping friends. Friends helping friends. Yeah. That's all it was. That's what it's all about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, exactly. That's good. That's good. Mark, you uh, you you came uh, as an artist as well, um, and I, and we didn't touch on that, but also a sure. mentor. Uh, tell me a little bit about your artist past. Um, you, I know yeah, you so and- I, I sort of have an eclectic background. I think, uh, at, as any other artist would say, I think I'm always kind of reinventing myself. It feels like, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I started off like I was saying before, doing more musical theater and pop music and kind of j- a little bit of jazz, and then. I decided to study classical music for the idea that, you know, I just wanted to learn how to use my voice to the best of its ability. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like, you know, discover every ounce of my, my color and my tone and everything. So wow. I went down the path of singing opera uh, and wow. I loved it for many reasons. And then, uh, you know, and for other reasons, I kind of missed that community feel of just like jamming and having those kind of sessions. So uh, that led me to moving from Philly to Virginia to Ohio and then now down to Nashville. And when I got here, uh, I found myself doing like session gigs and then I was singing, you know, in an opera. And then on another hand, I was doing BGVs live and so and then songwriting. So um, now I sort of do an amalgamation of everything. uh, And if I were to connect, you stay busy, connect it all. Yeah, uh, I would say I I fit most likely in the crossover genre, which is sort of that um, Michael Booth. Buble, Andrea Bocelli, that oh, kind yeah. of sound. Yeah. Great Andrea Bocelli. Andrea I love the way you Bocelli. say that. <laughs> Andrea Bocelli, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what a name. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to attempt it. I can't make it <laughs> sound as beautiful as you. Tell me about Vocal 360 Global. What, what, what's that all about? Yeah, sure. So um, Vocal 360 was something that I developed um, based off of the experience that I had had for a long time. And, and oddly enough, it was sort of something we connected on, Sheridan and I. So it started off pre-pandemic um, being a place place where I was connecting artists with um, other businesses in the community, and I was creating um, multiple events, one of them at the Trimble House, if you're familiar with where that is. Trimble House um, was previously owned by Cara Dioguardi and her team. Um, it was a really cool multimedia space where they had like uh, a psych wall and a stage and like a, a performance venue and all this kind of stuff. Nice. And um, anyway, so the idea was to get musicians integrated with various different parts of the community in a really intimate sort of um, communal setting. And so I uh, connected with multiple businesses and um, restaurants and we had a special event where the artists would go up and perform and then have a meet and greet with music industry personnel afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of the the showcase version of what we do at New, uh, at New Roots. New Roots, yeah. Um, but as a continual process, once we moved through... COVID, um, Vocal 360 has been focusing more on mentoring artists. And what I like to say is uh, discover your legacy voice. So we talk about like, what is your brand? Uh, what is your, how does that reflect in your music? What, are the, what is the voice that you put out into the world? How are you perceived? And what do you want to leave behind as an artist? How you want to affect people? And how does your voice represented in that? Um, so I have yeah. things to think about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is, this is something that I think... Um, I, again, there's there's sort of a crossover here because um, I always wanted uh, to have somebody talk to me about those things. And, you know, when you're an artist, you just want to do your artistry. You just want to make music. You just want to be performing and gigging and all that kind of stuff. And so sometimes... There's a little more to it than that, right? There is. There's a little more to <laughs> it, especially if you're making it a career, you know? Yeah, because yeah, um, it is a business. 
100% say, hey, it's of not about the money. It's about the you know, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there's one thing to, to write uh, good songs for yourself. And then there's another thing to write good songs that are going to sell and, and exactly make money. Right. And yeah. now it's more than just writing a good song. It's everything else that comes network with PR. They say it's not the best song written. It's the best network song. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. There's a lot of great songs out there that you'd never hear. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, that's why those writer's nights are so great. That's what you I just, love about them. Yeah, yeah. Take them off the shelf and yeah. give them some life, you know, yeah. every now and then you hear one and you go, wow, that yeah. should be a huge hit. Why isn't it? <laughs> oh, these are some uh, of the reasons. Well, maybe right, not. <laughs> yeah, right place, right time. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's amazing too, especially with social media. Like I'm, I'm working with an artist right now, Serena Z. I'll drop her name in there because she's amazing. Z. Serena Z. She's got a really cool story. If I can just <clears throat> drop it here, she she was a um, a presidential scholar at Berkeley. Wow. Um, came in playing amazing classical violin and sort of pulled wow. a 180 and decided she wanted to, she was a prodigy, by the way. Uh-huh. She decided she wanted to do like this electronic EDM kind of stuff. Wow. And so she's, uh, we're cool, working right? with her now on TikTok to try and get more exposure and do all those things. And she is phenomenal. I mean, you listen to her and you're like, yeah. I would go watch her perform in Bridgestone. You know, like she's, yeah. she has the persona, she has the performance, she has everything. Um, but yet she, she's right on the cusp of getting those connections to where she's really taking off. But mm-hmm. you look at an artist like Serena and you're like, why isn't Serena doing the things that all these other people are doing? And it's sort of what you're saying before. Yeah. It's like yeah. having a good song and good music. It just needs that one. Yeah. One little push, mm-hmm. one little push break. And, and you never know. You yeah. never know. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's running a business. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we also we teach these girls is to be like the CEO of your own business. I love that. It's so true. It really is. And, and we've talked to a lot of art uh, on this podcast in the past, artists that fall in that category, DIY. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do everything. Mm-hmm. And and you, and you watch uh, some of these. Uh, when I first came to town, I was really amazed. Um, I mean, playing uh, artists playing at uh, Rippy's downtown on Broadway, uh, making sure you sign my guest book. So, you know, I we know. And then they put yeah. you on their mailing list. And yes. they stay yeah. in touch. And they work it. And it's just absolutely amazing. And now TikTok, which I hear that you've got to have a TikTok uh, page. Right? Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> say that. Some of us do. do you? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's tricky. You can't. You gotta, you gotta pick I think it depends choose. on the artist. But yeah. Yeah, I think I'm... I'm a big fan of TikTok. Are you? Yeah, yeah I am. I like watching the reels. <laughs> Do they all come from TikTok? Re- Most well, of them come from TikTok. Yeah, reels yeah. are just the Instagram version of uh, TikTok. Okay. So um, but I mean, I feel, especially working with some of these younger artists, I've never felt older in my life. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think it is really, it is important. And if you can figure out how to do it, it's yeah. just another way to reach people. Yeah. But I don't think that just because, you know, Lynn, going viral on TikTok doesn't guarantee you anything. Doesn't it does. guarantee you a record exactly. deal. It doesn't, you know, no. so exactly. yeah, it's cool to go viral, but it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean anything unless you have set up a business for yourself to really understand how to then what to do, do with it. what to do with it yeah. exactly yeah. so Amen. Yeah, yeah we're, we're trying to teach <laughs> teach these women to really like own their all the pieces of their business so that when when they cold. bring people on their team when the time comes to have a team around them they know and they're smart about you know what they're signing away and what they're you mm. know we can do a whole show on that. Oh, I know, right? You know, all Taylor Swift there. opened that gate up yes. a couple years back. Yeah, <laughs> she so, sure did. Yeah, you know, but I think it worked but, out okay. She's recording she's them all okay. over again, so she can own her own masters. And, yes, and they're yeah. 
She's and she she's obviously in a very unique yes, position uh, with unlimited resources. More luxury you know. there. Yeah. yeah, what a luxury. Yeah, there. but at least it got the conversation going about you yeah. know, owning your masters and all that. So let's take a little break. When we come back, I want to hear another song from you, Sharon. All I, right. I really do. Is that Love okay? It. Yeah. Be right back. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Hey there, we're back. Sheridan, can we talk you out of another song? Pick up that rain song over sure. there. Yeah, you've got a lovely voice. I want to hear it. Mark, will you sing the BGVs? <laughs> yeah, if I know it. That's it. I can make some stuff up, Sheridan. We learned a new one You'll today. Love it. BGVs, background vocals. Background yes. vocals, yeah. baby. Yeah. Uh, well. Do- you know Chardonnay, right? Sort Chardonnay. of. Sort of. Actually, I think I do this one. Capo it up. If I don't, does that make me less of a good friend? It's like, <laughs> hey, you know all of my catalog, no. right? <laughs> hey, you know how to sing uh, that, right? Yeah. You can. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh, Chardonnay. Actually, Chardonnay. <laughs> I'll help. <laughs> no. Um. See, I've been on vacation recently, and then yeah. when I come back, I'm like, shoot, do I remember how to play my songs? I was so zen. Let's see. That's it. You both can sing that with me, right? Okay, yes. We got it. Here we go. It's been a long, hard day to end the week. All I do is eat, sleep, work, and then repeat. Let's hit the bar across the street No, I don't need to meet a single guy No, I don't need to drink until I'm blind Young enough to turn it up But old enough to know that Some of us are leaving by nine I'm trading shots for Chardonnay Just like this bottle, we get better with age No reason not to celebrate It's like this, I'm trading shots for Chardonnay Just like this bottle, we get better with age No reason not to celebrate Keeping it classy as we're washing our worries away Hey, Trading shots for Chardonnay Between a woman and her wife. 
Don't you dare do it. Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trading shots for Chardonnay. Just like this bottle, we get better with age. No reason not to celebrate. Keeping it classy as we're washing our worries away. Hey, trading shots for Chardonnay. Just like this bottle, we get better with age. No reason not to celebrate. Classy Nashville. <laughs> I love it. That's a hit, girl. Oh, that's thank a you. great song. That's great. Yeah. Who did you write that with? Actually, I realize it's the same guys. Tolan same guys. Shaw and yeah. Zach Stone. Wow. What a team. Yeah. yeah. Bit, neither of them drink Chardonnay, but I said, dang guys, I want to write a song about Chardonnay because I love it and it's very underrepresented. It's so on it brand. Is. Wine. It's the tomato of the wines. It's the tomato. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! Well, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry about that. That was terrible. I'm just reaching this age yeah. where you know I'm not going out and doing shots anymore. Yeah, you and did I just shots. Like my wine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, back in the day in college, you know. But uh, I just wanted a fun. You know, everybody needs a drinking song, and everybody I love does. I love whiskey too. But like, there's a lot of whiskey songs out there already. So it, there's like, a lot of whiskey. There's songs. a lot of whiskey songs. So yeah. I figured. Chardonnay is my other fave, and uh, why, why let's not? write a song about that. We need so. more wine songs, though. <laughs> yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, you know, we we this is called the Songwriter Connection Podcast, so yes. we always like the stories behind the songs. But but I wanted to talk about again new roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you talk a lot about artist management and understanding the business, but let's talk about the songwriting aspect because it's all about the song too. Absolutely. Uh, so how do you approach that uh, subject um, at your seminars? And do you call them seminars? What do you? Uh, we call them weekend experiences. Weekend experiences. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's just kind of a, you get so much out of it. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's an experience, you know, and that yeah. you're, you're planting your roots in Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But I'll start and then Mark can maybe hop Sounds in great. on there. But, um, I think a lot of what we try and, uh, offer the girls is an opportunity to start co-writing. A lot mm-hmm. of them, you know, have just, they come from writing in their bedrooms, you know, yeah. which is wonderful. It's, it's such con- a great, that's an interesting concept for folks that, that, oh, that yeah. haven't been in Nashville, you know? Oh, it's bizarre. It's if all you think about, about it. it. I mean, it's, it really is. Yeah. You, you're, you're a songwriter, you know, you get into a co-write with new people and it's, mm-hmm. it's scary. It's, kinda, it's really scary. It's, it's hard to open up your heart to new people and mm-hmm. you know, but, you got to be vulnerable yeah. pretty quickly. You I know? wanted to say something too. Yeah. I think, um, my fear and, and it's a shared fear. I think when you think of songwriting with people, you, you might think like, Oh, they're going to steal my song or yeah. something like that or oh they're going to steal my ideas but then you actually get the opportunity to songwrite with another person and realize that you elevate yourself and you actually become even better by writing with another person you do you may say something that sparks something in somebody else and you just never know where these ideas will go and uh, it's it's pretty interesting yeah I think there is a lot of a lot of that people when they're new to the industry they're so afraid that they're going to steal my songs there's they, a lot of fear and still, yeah. and I don't know if that just comes from the media or movies or what, but yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, and Most recently, Dan and Shay. Uh, oh yeah. They just got sued for, for a song that was 
you know, it wasn't know. even a big song in the 80s, but they're saying, ah, it was plagiarized, you know. I know. And if you listen to them, there's, there's some similarities, but... It's not know, Dua Lipa. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not Dua Lipa. <laughs> Well, and yeah, these women, they come to town and I said, you know what, if, you're, if, you're so, if your song is, uh, you know, getting dragged through the mud for a copyright claim, yeah. honestly, that's great. That means people exactly are hearing right. your song. <laughs> that's right. You know, so there's, yeah, yeah. They're, they're very nervous about that. So and we it try. doesn't go on as much as people think. They're, no. You know, they're not going to stop. No. No, 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 no. Maybe an idea, and you can't copyright an idea. You know? No, right, but, right. Uh, you just have to write it, write it better. Yeah, and so yeah, the whole thing with with co-writing is just getting them comfortable yeah. with, um, you know, not being afraid to say something and speak up in the room. You know, if they have mm-hmm. an idea, or if they have a melody, or if they just have a stupid idea that they have to kind of work through out loud. That's a yeah. that's a really can be very vulnerable thing to do, it and so be. just getting them really comfortable with collaborating and and. And I'm going to quote uh, my friend Marty Dodson. He said he always said song is king ah. and so and serve the song. Mm-hmm. You know, that that was the biggest lesson. Um, I used to work at Songtown um, USA. With you can Marty, talk about Marty Songtown, Dodson Marty and Clay. And Clay. Yeah, it's a great organization. They're, they're wonderful. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and they taught me so much. Um, and one of the things that they really preached was that, you know, it's all about the song. If you're if mm-hmm. you're writing and writing and writing and nothing's hitting and you're not getting the success that. You're, you're dreaming of right away it's you know go back to the songs that you're writing you know it, at the end of the day the song is is king and that's really what's gonna is. resonate with people so you know it's no shame in going back and and tweaking something editing something or just totally scrapping an idea and starting over if it's not hitting right you know so. i just heard recently somebody say and i don't recall who it was or what it doesn't matter but that the, the, which the conversation went something like she's amazing what a great voice she just needs songs she yeah. just needs a better song. Exactly. And, um, yeah. yeah, something hooky or something that's going to yeah. catch well, you know, with yeah. the masses. So, yeah, <clears throat> that's yeah. that's the biggest thing. We try and, um, you know, we'll bring in somebody like a Judy Rodman to come oh, and give a, idea. you know, a lecture or something on, on, you know, her experience with the ins and outs of how to write. And then we get the girls in writing rooms together and say, and Judy had a record deal. I remember when oh, yeah. she was, uh, you know, I played her songs on the radio way back in the day. Very cool. uh, not all yeah. that long ago, but I mean, she's an amazing artist as well as a singer and vocal coach. So she, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure she has a perspective that she can share. You know? Yeah. Being that's, a young woman in the industry coming oh, up in the 80s. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. been through it all. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, I think that's a big thing that we try to do too. And, and the majority of the coaches, I would say, nearly all of our coaches have been female. Mm-hmm. Um, so we tr- really try to say, hey, listen, here is a, an artist or, or someone in the music industry that has gone through these steps before, mm-hmm. and they're an example of making a career and, and having a positive change in the industry, and then they're the one that's actually giving back and having those conversations. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I think, you know, being you know, a guy myself and an advocate for this looking outside in, it's, it's really, you know, special Mm -hmm. and something that Sheridan and I preach all the time is authenticity, you know, and, uh, everybody has something to say. And so, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I I think a lot of artists, you know, they are writing songs about personal experience and everything. And they think, you know, maybe no one can really relate to that. You know, it's just me. I, I, I'm the only one that's going through these things, but then they get around other artists and realize, Oh my gosh, You've been through that too, or wait yeah. a second, you've experienced, you've had these conversations. This person has said this to you, and then all of a sudden they, they, I think they get a sense of relief, mm-hmm. and they can really be their true self and and kind of write about the things that matter and 
Um, so yeah, songwriting is therapeutic too. It is. It? It's so. I always say songwriting is therapy. Yeah. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. whether it's by yourself or if you're in a group and you're all just spilling your guts out to each other to see what you have kind of in common that day or what the it's mood is. Yeah. You know, it can yeah. be. So, yeah. I need a little songwriting therapy today. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. does help. It's very healing. It is very. It gets healing. it out of your mind and mm-hmm. onto the paper, yeah. onto the guitar. Or, yeah, absolutely. You know. It's, Mark, it's a beautiful thing. you've done a lot um, with music as far as therapy. I, I thought I heard in, in the podcast you t- worked with um, patients and things. Wow, and you music did your research. Is, <laughs> music is an amazing healing thing, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. That this is that's cool. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, so I've been really fortunate several times throughout my life. I've found myself in situations where I've been using music uh, as an opportunity to really um, spread positivity and just you know. Uh, allow people to um, connect and have a really wonderful experience. And so, uh, if I if I think you're talking about this one particular moment, uh, well, I'll t- tell you about two. Good. I started off um, when I was younger, and I have my dad to thank for this. I don't even know if you know this, Sheridan. Did you tell know me, I used to sing at an assisted living home? Oh assisted yes, living. you did mention <clears> it. Yeah, to so me. I, I, I used to play and sing. Um, <laughs> at an assisted living home outside of Philadelphia. And it was really funny because every Sunday I would show up, and believe it or not, I would show up in tails, like tuxedo tails. Really? Yeah. Wow. It, was, it was so goofy. It was so goofy, but they loved it. I they bet. thought that I was this, like, you know, amazing concert pianist from New York or something that just graced the stage, you know? <laughs> uh, so I would play on this big grand piano, and I would wow. sing. And, you know, at a young age, it was really impactful for me because I was still learning how to like do a blues scale and stuff and whatever. And I was pretty good at that time. I was maybe 14 or 15. I was starting to play pretty well and sing pretty well. But for me, music was just kind of for me and maybe like jamming out here and there. And I, I didn't really notice the true effect of what that had on the community. Mm-hmm. Until I was around these people, and I noticed, you know, there were people that were literally in wheelchairs that were not really mobile that much that were, like, dancing around in their seat and talking and having a great time. And just sharing that musical experience was extremely enlightening for me. And so um, that actually led me to a path of wanting to study music and science, believe it or not. And that's a whole other conversation we can have. But I was going to go to school for neuroscience. And had uh, two scholarships that I gave up to do music. Wow. And when I went to school in Virginia, I wound up, I was fortunate I got to do music and communication sciences and disorders, which is the prerequisite to speech pathology. Um, For those of you who are listening. I took a little of that in college, too. It fascinates me. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, so, so this has always been sort of interwoven for me. And through that experience in my undergrad, leading to the next Uh, musical experience, I had the chance to work in the oncology center uh, to provide a music therapy service for patients that were going through chemotherapy. So I was programming uh, iPads for them with different music and that they, that they liked and musical experiences like games and stuff that they could play with. We were basically making music together that they would then save and send to their loved ones, which was amazing. So I did that for a semester. Yeah. And uh, wound up wound up staying after I took the class. Um, it was an extension of one of my classes. And um, I stayed for, I guess, another two years and had a guy that I, I became really good friends with until he passed. Um, and we, I was there every Friday with him during oh, his wow. treatments. Yeah. Wow. So it was, yeah, it was amazing. And um, uh, not to get like deep and emotional, I guess we can mm-hmm. go there because it's kind of podcast, but mm-hmm. it's a really emotional experience when you share music with somebody. You know, especially it somebody is. you don't know. Yeah, um, and really I think is. when you're songwriting, yeah. you get to to see an intimate part of that individual. And mm-hmm. the experiences I've had sharing music is like, you know, I, I learned all about this person's background. And here he is, like, you know, dealing with cancer. And, and I'm just mm-hmm. in this 
suit jacket and you know yeah. showing up from With class tails. and just talking to yeah yeah and i'm thinking okay well we, you know we're probably not going to be able to connect here i know nothing about this gentleman he knows nothing about me i'll do my best to be but know, through music you connect through music yes. we it's the universal language it really is isn't yeah. it yeah it's amazing so yeah, oh, that's that's incredible. I didn't know all of that. Mark. Oh yeah, Thanks he was one of my uh, Dick Philby is his name, and he um he and I became like amazing friends. Wow. Yeah, I would call him on every single road trip. Wow, we would talk for like three hours, and it, the crazy thing too, not to keep going on this, but he um he was in the military. He got sick from Agent Orange oh, uh, no. from Vietnam, and he was in the military, and he actually happened to be in some sort of battalion with a family member of mine. He actually knew my grandfather. Wow. Um, and we found this in a very circuitous wow. way. Yeah, we were in Virginia, but it turned out that they had grown up near each other, and then they had actually traveled overseas in like a similar battalion. They knew, had the same friend group. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. Amazing small world. Yeah. yeah. And I, there's some organizations we've been in touch with, too, that like creative vets that, that um, bring veterans together and bring songwriters and veterans together, and they, they songwrite to, to help them heal and process their trauma absolutely and i have friends just, that have worked with like mary gaucher who's an mm. amazing artist uh working with vets and they talk about the experience write the song together in fact mary did a whole uh record uh, on songs that she wrote with with vets wow um pretty amazing yeah it's her and so um, healing for them jamie harris who's been on the podcast um partner up and and they're just a wonderful couple and, and just absolutely amazing so um mm-hmm. i encourage you to go back to season one and listen to uh to jamie uh, jamie harris and the things she's doing so very cool absolutely. it has been a yeah. pleasure getting to know you you folks. too and what you Thank do you. Are, really is nice. absolutely amazing man i i think Thank that it's you. so needed and i just can't stress enough um ladies if you're thinking about a career in music and you want to try out nashville check out new roots we are newroots.com. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. We would love to talk to you and yeah. just help be a, a soft place to land for you. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's scary what you're doing, but you got to do it. Go out. If your heart is telling you to pursue a career in the music business, don't be intimidated by what you read and what you see. Follow that you just got to go for it. You got to you know, jump you're, in. You're given gifts to use. Yes. You know, God gives you gifts to share. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it's, it's pretty good Sheridan <laughs> that you're helping these folks um, share their gifts. And, Thank you. Uh, maybe pull out uh, from the shells a little bit, you know, and, and yeah. jump out of the boat. Yeah. And, and you know what? At the end it. of the day, everybody has their own lane, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. so easy to get bogged down in the comparison game with social media and, you know, well, this person's doing that, so I got to do that or I got to look a certain way. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's like there is a lane for everybody. There really and, is. And it's just tapping into that that authenticity and being your true self. And that's, what's going to, that's what I have talked about in the past. You know, we talk about, I hate putting people in genre as we've talked about this so many times. Yeah. The, the artists that, that create their own lane, you know, that, that, that persevere and, and, and are authentic Mm -hmm. and uh, be themselves. I, those are the ones I, I really root for. So, And and yeah. it's happening out there, folks. It's it's happening. It Absolutely, is. it is. We're starting yeah. to see that change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think the yeah. chances would be to end with a song today? Oh my gosh. What, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I always we like to end with a song. <laughs> oh, with with the two of us. Can oh, you do well, one together? <laughs> so I I grew up with Shania Twain. She was she was my. I didn't even know she was country because in Jersey, I you know it was like my dad would play Earth, Wind, and Fire and Bruce Springsteen, and then like. Celine Dion and uh, Trisha Yearwood and Shania Twain and Dixie Chicks and I didn't even know that they were in the country genre (laughs) 
<laughs> it wasn't talked about on the north in the northeast that much. <laughs> I have no idea. So I didn't even. It wasn't until like I was an adult and I realized, oh my gosh, I've been singing country music my whole, whole life, life without really knowing I was singing country music. Wow! And yeah. so when Mark and I uh, were hanging out, that when we were supposed to be writing and we ended up planning a business, we also started <laughs> <laughs> just singing some Shania, Shania Twain. Twain. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. How do you get a guy from outside of Philadelphia who sings classical music who knows all the words to Shania, Shania Twain's song? <laughs> I know Linda Tress. Thanks, yeah, mom. Thanks, mom. Shout out. <laughs> yep, Mama Gates too. She. He totally introduced me to, to Shania. So should we Wonderful. try it? Should yeah, we give, we it, give the audience a little yeah. Shania? Let's, let's do it. Let's okay. hear it. Looks like we made it. Look how far we come, my baby. Might have took the long way. We knew we'd get there someday. They said, I bet. They'll never make it, but just look at us holding on. We're still together, still going strong. You're still the one, still the one I run to, the one that I belong to. You're still the one I want for life. Still the one that I love, the only one I dream of. You're still the one I kiss. Good night. Ain't nothing better. We beat the odds together. I'm glad we didn't listen. Look at what we would be missing. They said, I bet they'll never make it, but just look at us holding on. We're still together, still going strong. You're still the one, you're still the one that Sheridan Gates, Mark hey. Tress, hey, our guest on the Songwriter Connection this week. All the best oh, with New Roots. And thank you. Thank we, you for having us. It's oh, been such nice. a pleasure. It's been a pleasure Appreciate to meet it. you and, and chat with you. Likewise, thank you. it's been fun. All right. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.